What's up, guys? Welcome back. We hope you all had a beautiful Thanksgiving holiday. Hopefully you got to spend it with loved ones, or maybe you had a solo day to recoup and recharge. That is also a great way to spend the holidays. Yeah, uh, We actually spent the holidays apart, we unfortunately. We did. I know. So... I spent it in Florida. Izzy spent it in Kentucky. Um, I drove down with my my uh, two brothers and my nephew, and we had a blast. Honestly, like the the car ride there was dope, and then the car ride back was awesome too. So it was a great time getting to meet family, see family for the first time, um, get to hang out with the the parents and cousins and. Um, close and immediate family so yeah it was a great time babe. yes and i actually drove west uh through west virginia to kentucky with my mom and sister and we spent thanksgiving at my sister's house with my two nieces and her lovely husband uh, we all shacked up in our house and we had two and a half thanksgiving dinners so that's a lot i think i'm still stuffed but it was a great time honestly i haven't been over there and I want to say like at least a year and a half or two years. So it was much needed. And honestly, the drive wasn't bad either. There wasn't much traffic going that way. So yeah, I think it's a shorter drive to where you went um, to where I was in South Florida from where we are right now. Yeah. Yours was like 14, 15 hours. Yeah. Mine was like nine, 10. And we stopped at a Bucky's, and I'm not gonna lie. Oh my that gosh, might be like the best gas station I've ever been to. People really <laughs> rave about Bucky's. Now Bucky's is lit. It's lit, and their their logo is is pretty awesome too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I uh, we got to stop at a hotel on the way down, so that was nice because I don't know if we could have made it the whole trip because we went right after work, so mm. we were a little bit tired. But yeah, so it was a good. It was a good Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Um, we hope you guys are having a great week so far. It is Wednesday. Happy hump day. Yeah. But if you're not having the best week, we are here to make it better with this week's episode topic, which is business ideas to do as a couple or a partnership. If you're not in a relationship, maybe you have a good friend yeah. or an acquaintance even that kind of has the same interests as you True. and these are some good business ideas that you can maybe start up or if you just prefer to go at it all alone these also work too uh we just in the brainstorming process thought that these would be some pretty cool ideas to see like a couple crushing it at so definitely so um we're gonna go back and forth a little bit with our different business ideas mm-hmm. we have three each and then we're going to finish it off with a fan favorite between the two of us. So, um, Brad, go ahead and right. give us your first business idea. So the first one I would say, um, and I've seen a couple, uh, a few couples already doing this, but a, f- a videography and photography couple duo. Mm, that's good. And I, I like this one um, simply because if you already do something like that, um, whether it's for a hobby or whether you do it professionally. Right. I think that the barrier to entry or the learning curve is is actually like relatively like flat in terms of just getting comfortable with a camera, getting comfortable with um, dealing with like file formats and like more of like the technical skill behind it. Right. So I think it's a great, you know, way to start yeah. in terms of, hey, like we – you know, are looking for something to do on the weekends real quick, something simple. 
to supplement if you want to do it for like additional income or something. It's a great way to supplement some some additional income, in my opinion. Uh, the first thing I would do if I mean, given that you have the equipment and mm-hmm. everything, mm-hmm. Um, would be to obviously like take photos for fun. Uh, use each other as like muses so like one person's modeling the other person's taking photos Mm. uh, getting b-roll if one person is you know booked a photo shoot um and you kind of need like content for social media whether that's like youtube shorts or tiktok or something the other person could essentially be filming b-roll um and then that can actually eventually expand into better services that you can offer Right. Uh, so to showcase or add to your portfolio at the beginning, maybe like offering a few free headshots to some people, you know, um, another cool thing that I've seen also is uh, people would go out in public and just offer to take a photo of somebody like walking down the street mm-hmm. and then give them obviously like their email or something so they can email them the photo. Mm. You're able to build up a portfolio of like uh of different like models essentially and then you could spin that out into doing like weddings or baby showers or something of that nature yeah and you've actually dabbled in photography a little bit in college too i did yeah and i was i was doing graduation shoots i i did uh a wedding with one of my mentors i did a wedding in jamaica for my cousin which is pretty dope so there's a few things that uh i dabbled in in terms of events and you've also been my personal photographer sometimes too. Not and that some, you enjoy it too much. But. I love it. It's just <laughs> I don't know if you love the photos I take so, so much. I so. do. I do. Um, so my first one, I think, kind of branches off from the videography photography business and um, goes kind of into like that travel blogger slash vlogger business. I've actually seen a lot of duos um, – in this area who are actually physical therapists. So it'll be like two physical therapists, travel physical therapists who kind of like, I don't know, like get on the road and just go from state to state and do travel contracts. But they also like blog or vlog their, um, their journey throughout the the States. Uh And I think it's pretty dope just because like I'm a travel PT, but also like there's so many people now that, work remotely and don't necessarily need to be in one place so Mm -hmm. you can kind of take your your remote work on the road with you and if you're on that uh camper lifestyle yeah (laughs) you get yourself a little rv or something and get on the road i think it's really cool and bring your travel gear your your camera your phone or whatever you have and document yeah so that's my first i think if it were for me i'd probably focus on like instagram and tiktok even though i think um, back in the day, blogger was, you know, like a website and you just kind of write and use your photos as your blog content. But I think blogging has kind of turned into more of like video a yeah. little bit and documenting that way and kind of giving tips and tricks and, uh, travel destinations and things like that. So, yeah. um, I would probably focus on that for travel blogging. And then you can also get picked up where you can like write 
for platforms as well. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah, like a um, not a content writer. Well, yeah, kind of. Like yeah, a content pretty much writer. like where they pay you a certain like flat rate. Oh, and, and I've also heard people like doing hotel reviews, so they get like free stay oh, at different hotel, like wow. nice, like four or five star hotels, and they just get to like review the hotel for free. It's really cool. That's pretty nice. That's pretty yeah, nice. That's my first one. I like that one. Yeah. Sorry that I can't like partake in it. As yes, you can. Know. You're a remote worker. That is true, but I'm not a remote PT worker. What you trying to do? Trying to do? <laughs> yeah, you don't have to be a PT. It's not a bad idea. I can't lie. <laughs> All right. So it's my turn? Yep. All right. Bet. Um, an event services like umbrella company. So the number one, I think one that would be pretty cool is a mobile like cocktail service. Mm, so like if you do... If you're really great with cocktails, if you're good at mixed drinks, uh, you're like this low-key mixologist, I think this would be a great one to do. Mm. Um, number one, you could obviously feed off the chemistry with your partner when it mm. comes to making drinks and uh, also being entertaining with it. Um, this one, I think, honestly, would be pretty easy to get picked up to do events like weddings or baby showers. Um, I think the big ticket, um, I think the big ticket events to go for though are more of those like professional ones, like conferences and workshops that deal with like working professionals. But I think something like a mobile cocktail service would be like the best, not the best, but it's one I recommend. Um, and then on top of that, if you know one person just can't get down with mixed drinks, I think splitting it up and maybe offering like a variety of services so maybe one is the bartender and the other one's like a dj Mm. and pretty much like devoting i'd say two weeks to a month would be more than enough time to learn how to dj like Hmm. and i when i mean dj i mean like just getting comfortable with like a dj controller and maneuvering like your workstation on your computer Mm -hmm. From there, the rest of it is just kind of like feel and, you know, finding different mixes if you can online and like maybe adding a twist. You can come up with original music too, like coming up with your own like mashes or whatever the case is. But I think that would be amazing. Like that's something I would actually book for an event or something. You know what I mean? And also just being like a general MC too. Like if you're not really in the music space, like you could just... Like kind of like at weddings when you have that person, they usually kind of go into like the comedy and the, mm-hmm. the MC route, but just someone to kind of speak over your event is yeah. also If you're great. pretty charismatic, mm-hmm. that would be a great one. Yeah, you know? I like that one. Weirdly enough, my second one is event planning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so a duo, like nice. a couple or a partnership in event planning, just because uh, I think events are just like a non-nego like you're always getting invited to events as yeah. an adult like i think even us this year like how many events have we been to oh my gosh. <laughs> like it's just crazy how many events we've actually been to and yeah imagine if you just specialized in one type of event like if you like you said weddings or baby showers and for example let's say you did weddings you and your partner had a bunch of props and like a champagne wall, for example. Like, remember we were looking into that? Like, people were renting oh, champagne yeah. walls for what? It like, was ridiculous. Like, $400 that, yeah. for the, the evening. $400 for a champagne wall. All you have to do is, like, keep that in storage or something and yeah. rent it out. And now you have, a, I mean, an event planning business where you can actually provide, 
you know, things for the event for yeah. whoever's kind of throwing it. So, and that, that, I think that probably is one of the more scalable ones right. because number one, you're like making the asset in itself. So like you said, like a champagne wall or at, um, uh, Sakina and David's at their um, engagement party, those mm. that big S and D sign with like the yeah. light bulbs in it. Apparently, they got that from like some couple who did something similar to that, where they had like an uh, event services or event planning business. And wow, yeah, so it's like that's crazy. Something like that, you make it, and yeah, it might be very like specialty, but it's still an asset that you have, and then you could just rent it out. Rent it out, and then when you really think about it, like even the largest storage units. Run, like will run you maybe like four hundred dollars a month so like and that's a higher one yeah. yeah and if you don't have a house where you can like store these things already like if you had let's say like an acre an acre and a half you build out a like shed in your backyard you're able to like store that mm-hmm. um store most of the equipment because like again sometimes it'll be specialty but then other times it'll be something generic like a champagne wall yeah and it pretty much pays for the overhead in itself you know like Mm. you'd have to obviously pay for like the initial cost to like build it but afterwards it pretty much kind of pays Pays for itself itself, for sure and i think there could be some benefit in the eyes of the people looking for event planners if you see like a male or female duo like a couple yeah, yeah yeah just because i think i could be wrong but I feel like a lot of event planners are usually women, at least in like the baby shower wedding space. And so imagine if you had a like a, a male and female event planner where you can kind of get that like duality in the decor or the planning aspect of it. So, yeah, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. having more of like a gender neutral kind of feel if you were to do a baby shower or something like that. So I feel like that's a cool, cool. Take I like that too. one. That yeah. that one is you got some fire. Right now. That's some, that's <laughs> I'm mad some... they're kind of like going like our ideas are going along with each other. A yeah, bit. there's like a little <laughs> like, arbitrage right there. So if there's any uh, four people want to get together, and start. Yeah, you know, what I mean? <laughs> this will be a a great reference. So I'm on to my last one. Mm-hmm. Um, this last one is a great one. Because it involves something that we all love, mm. and that is food. Oh, yeah. I can't go wrong with food. A catering company. Oh, I like that. I think this one is probably, I mean, I, de- I don't know where I would rank this one. I guess I wouldn't rank any of these, to be honest, because I think they're all great ideas. But yeah. a catering company, it's scalable. Again, this one I think would be very scalable. Definitely. And you can easily keep the overhead down. So. Mm. I know there's like some compliance stuff that you have to kind of deal with, like uh, the, what is it? Not the. It's You're like, about a, like making the food in a specific yeah, kitchen. Yeah, like a food yeah, handler's food license handler's that license. you'd have to worry about. So you have to be in like compliance with certain things. So I know working out of a ghost kitchen would be a great way to like start. Mm-hmm. And so I looked into this actually, and you can find ghost kitchens for about like one twenty an hour. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, and and sometimes they're out of like hotels and like other um, you know like yeah. uh, office spaces that have larger kitchens. Um, but yeah, it kind of ranged from like eighty to about like two fifty an hour or something. Mm-hmm. So you would get all your prep and everything done, cooking and everything done. Um, I know you can. I heard. I don't know how true this is, but I heard you can list 
on like DoorDash or like Uber Eats or something. Really? Yeah. Like you can actually, you don't need like a physical location to actually list on there. And again, I'll have to double oh, check that. Wow. But I've heard this. So you got the keys. You know what I'm saying? I'm just <laughs> looking out for anybody who wants to. I've start never like that. heard that before. Yeah. It's crazy. And then from there, um, yeah, just kind of doing the normal stuff, just kind of sharing what you make on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I, I pretty much it. Like it's kind of like answers the, you know, tough questions on its own. Again, this is another one that I would go, I would try to go for some of the more big ticket events like weddings or mm-hmm. even like uh, business events. Um, again, like whether it's like a conference or something, um, maybe a like Christmas party or something that yeah. wants to get, you know, catered or I guess more so like a holiday or focused events. That's mm-hmm. what I would really shoot for. I, I would obviously put the time and energy into marketing towards like your your daily, you know, consumer of like, oh man, like I'm hungry. What what should I eat today? But I probably would put more time and energy marketing towards like, you know, a larger enterprises. Yeah, I think the the fest like the holidays are a great um opportunity to kind of like I guess market to like you can do festive yeah foods you know what i mean like yeah, themed people stuff. yeah themed christmas cookies and stuff like that i think pe- people would really really get into that yeah and and then from there you could spin off get a food truck oh. that'll get you more <laughs> okay. recognition he said a food truck yeah. wow again that overhead is relatively low lower i guess i would say than a physical storefront physical. yeah you're right. and then eventually i'd be like okay like moving out of a to a physical storefront Again, I looked into it. I'm pretty sure you don't need a physical location before the food truck. Mm-hmm. Again, I think as long as you're prepping you everything out of a food, like a, a ghost kitchen or like a designated area, not your house mm-hmm. to be compliant. Right. Everything works. Works out. Nice. I like that one. All right. On to my last one. Yeah. So my last one is a real estate duo. I honestly have never seen this before. And I think I've only seen individuals doing real estate. I don't know if you've seen like a duo. No, I don't. No, I don't think so. I'm trying to. Maybe I'd have to think, think deep in the vault, but I don't think so. And I kind of took it into my own hands to kind of see how I would feel about having like a duo, like a, a maybe a male and female duo mm-hmm. real estate couple when I'm looking for a home. I just feel like it might make the home more appealing. I don't know. Like if you see like a happy couple, like showing you a home, you yeah. know what I mean? I don't know. Maybe, especially if they're like a younger couple or someone that you can kind of relate to. Like imagine a, a, a married couple, like showing us a home. Don't you feel like? Yeah, you would get this impression that there is not that. And again, this is far out of like anything. I don't know nothing about real estate, but (laughs) (laughs) I would I guess I would kind of feel more comfortable in knowing like, hey, this is like a married couple. They're probably they have our best interests. I I, I, I don't know. know. Maybe it's a reach, but I just, you know, it's an idea. It's It's definitely an idea. Yeah. And so if I'm not mistaken, um, 
I believe once you get your license, you get access to like the existing listings mm -hmm. that are up. And I don't think they're listings that are available to the general public. I think as a real estate, as a licensed real estate agent, you get a bit more. I've access. heard something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So then once you get that access, um, you could even create like your own tours um, through socials like. I've seen people get on Instagram and kind of market their real mm -hmm. estate or TikTok or something and kind of like do quick minute, two minute tours of different properties with the details. Um, so I think it's definitely getting away from, you know, when you used to try to find a real estate agent, I don't know, my mom used to do this and she'd have to like find random like phone numbers and stuff like on yeah. websites or just like random business cards that you just find and you're just like, who is this random person like smiling Yeah. Um, on a business card? But yeah, I just feel like it gives it a little bit more character. Mm -hmm. um, you get to kind of know the real estate agent a bit more. Yeah, I like that. I know there's probably going to be some type of, I don't want to say delay, but maybe there's some type of, uh, you might want to gain like experience through a broker. That way you kind of learn more of the ins and outs with the industry. Mm. But I think that also would be a, a pretty cool or a nifty thing to see. It's like, oh, wow, this like real estate duo couple, you know what I mean? Showing other couples like homes and, right, you know, right. they probably have a better understanding, especially if they prioritize, you know, certain things in their own relationship, like finances and understanding how the general like mm -hmm. you know financial literacy of a company and uh, a company of a couple would be in just right. like hey you seem like you know a lot we're going to show you this specific house or so something like that huh? mm -hmm. you know what i mean right so i guess we're on to our fan favorite then huh uh yeah so fan favorite drum roll please do 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 <laughs> or maybe i could put in like a little like a drum roll audio thing yeah i'll just throw that in Oh, you want me to say it? <laughs> My bad. Podcasting. Is that is that what you wanted me to do? <laughs> oh my god! What did I did I mess it up? No, it's fine. <laughs> what? Do you want to say it again? You want to do it together? Is that what you want? No, but it just sounded awkward. No, that was kind of funny. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought it was kind of funny. Okay, yeah. So our fan favorite is podcasting. Um, so a couple of reasons why we chose this as our fan favorite. Number one is because you can record from your home base, whether that is if you have like a home studio, a, you know, small area where you can kind of soundproof it and get the lighting right and everything. Mm -hmm. Well, that is if you want visuals, but really you just need a couple mics and whatever else equipment. Yeah. You know, the if Bradley wants to go into the 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 details of what you really need. Yeah, if you just know visuals again, depending on like the quality you're trying to go for, mm -hmm. I think you can do a lot with a USB microphone and something to record in. You could probably even use like Audacity or some open source like uh recording software. Mm -hmm. And if you're trying to do visuals, I mean I would definitely say, you know, get some lighting. 
you know. Yeah, and maybe just use your phone, honestly. Like yeah. These these iPhone cameras a ring, are amazing. Yeah, one of those ring lights in an iPhone mm, will be more than enough. More than enough, yeah. honestly. And so in that sense, like if you're not really trying to make it super fancy and you just need basics, it's pretty affordable and easy yeah, to kind of start affordable. a podcast. So um, that's a big one. And then also it's just one of the main forms of content creation that you don't really need visuals these Mm-mm. days. Like I feel like most content creation you – require some type of visual aspect to it you know i i agree if like you're trying to do a youtube channel together you obviously mm-hmm. need visuals um lots of editing lots of editing podcast is kind of a lot of editing too but depending on how long right you, need you know to. i've seen some podcast episodes like nine minutes mm-hmm. <laughs> like max yeah and it's every episode is like that so yeah. yeah that's a good one so that is our fan favorite yeah no, so podcasting, yeah, we definitely think podcasting would be a great one. For sure. Yeah. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed our top three, well, top six, I guess, together. Yeah. Business ideas to try and tackle as a partnership or couple. Um, or and, if you wanted to tackle it on your own. Yeah, definitely. On your own as well. Yes. And um, honestly, we've probably considered mostly all of these at some point yeah or maybe like tried it or are trying it not or... the real estate one no we've never tried <laughs> not the real estate one, no. <laughs> we haven't gotten there yet but yet yeah, i don't know you, you never you know, know how I tell you, you never know look you know how i tell you there are certain services i genuinely don't mind paying people for to do i understand getting a haircut <laughs> that i will forever pay a barber and i think getting a real estate agent i'm completely so you don't want to be your own real estate agent is that what you're saying no i mean i would you know do something where maybe i would own multiple properties but i still wouldn't mind like going through like a real estate agent to do all that so you want to be a property manager not a real estate agent i don't know yeah what's up with these trick questions right now <laughs> It's fine. We'll come back to this one. We'll day. circle back. We'll, we'll come back. But yes, we did consider quite a few on this list, and not that we didn't us not pursuing to do it. Um, we didn't think it was a. We're not saying that it wasn't a good idea. I think mm-hmm. it was just more of the timing where we were at in life. Right, and yeah. just like a lot, we need to not put too much on the mm-hmm. plate at one time. Yeah, because we have lots of ideas. Yeah. So, so yeah, we hope we hope you all like this episode. We're still. Working on finding like that footing of like the sweet spot of what it is that we talk about. Mm-hmm. And we hope, you know, just let us know what your feedback is on this, what, what you thought, what are your thoughts. Uh, and if anybody decides to try it, please let us know. Like, yeah, if I any of these, be, yeah, if any of these like, yeah, resonate with you and you're like, oh man, I've always wanted to do this or mm-hmm. whatever. I mean, if we can help with anything, yeah, we would be more than happy to help out yeah if if you start something whether it's a website or an instagram page share with us and we'll definitely like put it on our stories and like i'll put it on my story i'm always down for supporting people so just yeah let us know all right guys well we will catch you guys next week we hope you have a great rest of your week Mm -hmm. and everything will be in the show notes in terms of like where to find us on socials and everything for all of our quote-unquote long-time listeners mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you know it's at in essence pod for the email 
one for Instagram, just to reiterate. So yeah, again, we appreciate you all for tuning in and, you know, join us next week. Peace. Thank you.